as like kind of simple as the concept may seem. And if you listen to my previous episode, which is going to be about the same, I'm probably going to release both of these at the same time, simply because there is a lot to say, but it's just hard to sort of say everything in one take. And there's no way I'm going to be able to say everything regardless, right? I could have combined this episode and the previous episode together and make it into one longer episode, which is true. But I'm recording this on a different day. A lot of stuff has been coming out and people are divided. And I think it's been like this for a very, very long time where people are always divided on all sorts of topics. Right. And I think the bad part about being super divided is not the fact that you have different points of views or different perspectives, but the fact that you can no longer feel like you can share ideas and ideologies of how you think one concept should be over another and kind of try to see where like the best possible solution is to be able to make things work that works at least for the majority of people, not for everybody, because there's always going to be some that disagree with certain things and it doesn't necessarily work out for that individual or certain individuals. And when it comes to consent, it's a really tricky thing. Like, yes, you can choose, like if you think linear, you can either one way as to where you always ask for consent no matter what the situation is no matter who you're with and no matter who you're around with like that's one way to see it but you can also think of a another way which is linear as well that is just like super close-minded to where like oh just um never it's kind of you try to read the face expressions you try to see how the vibes are and all this stuff and if you feel like someone isn't okay with like you giving them a hug, right? For example, um, then you kind of back away. And if that other person, whoever's, whichever person doesn't feel comfortable with whatever's going on, like it doesn't necessarily have to be a girl or a guy or because, you know, there's, there's different sexual orientations nowadays. And it's like, you know, a lot of people have come out that are like bisexual, maybe they're lesbians, gay. Like it doesn't really matter, right? Because any gender in any type of relationship can feel threatened or can feel like not comfortable with something that's going on so this applies to everybody not like i see a lot of people just talking about girls but this goes to like everybody right it's applied to everybody so just to keep that in mind but you can like either party can say i'm not comfortable with what's going on and like yeah and if that person keeps pursuing you then obviously then the disrespecting your boundaries of what you're not wanting to be done to you whether it's a hug from a handshake to a kiss on the on the hands whatever whatever it may be right so those are two ways and those are linear but then it's not like you can apply these linear rules to every situation and to each individual or every individual because it's really more complex than that i feel like like for instance the people who are saying that oh if you're uncomfortable with something just say you're uncomfortable with it like in the real world scenario doesn't really always work that way because if you've ever seen people that get sort of frozen and kind of scared like imagine you're crossing the road right and a car's about to pass like by and you didn't see it you're about to get ran over which is an extreme you know comparison but some people do freeze up and don't move out the way. Like some other people would say, well, you could have just moved out the way. But some people get in shock. They don't know what's going on. They they panic. They freeze and their body shuts down. 
that's the same scenario that could happen if you're um, comfortable with something and you don't know how to react or how to respond to it in that moment in time. So you kind of reflect on it after the time has passed by. Maybe then you can have the conversation the next day or something to let them know that it's inappropriate to be able to do certain things that you don't accept or you don't find comfortable with. Um, now there's the other scenario as well. The other linear concept to where it's like you're always asking for consent no matter what. That in theory, it's really hard to, it's possible, like both scenarios are possible, right? But each individual, it just really depends. It's hard to ask for consent all the time. Like people can change their mind like in seconds, right? Like things can, like no matter what's happening, our perspective on things change constantly. Now, whether you think it happens or not doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. You know, it's a possibility for it to happen. In in a day and age where hookup culture and like expressing your sexual freedom and all this stuff is becoming more of a societal norm that people are pushing for, which is not a bad thing and it's not a good thing, but it's just what it is, right? But you have to see like there are consequences to a lot of the things that will happen. Like everything has consequences. It, there's nothing that comes just free of harm. Even if you remove humans from like the logical sense of being able to even have any, like if we were just basically animals to where we just sort of reproduce and we just live whatever there's still certain consequences that happen like whatever but i'm not going to go like too deep into that but as humans each of us think differently right and to simply say oh well i think in a perfect world you ask for consent no matter what you're trying to do and that may seem like the best scenario but some people may not like that right like some people like I remember, and I've said this in the previous episode, but some people like back when I was younger and even like in my parents' day and age, and even to this point, there's been people that have done this to where you sort of pursue a girl or a guy that you're interested in. And you, even if they like sort of say no, you, you, you don't do it in a pushy way, right? You sort of do it respectfully. And like I've seen it work out for many people that this is the person that they wanted to be with. So they wanted to prove that they were actually interested in him, not by like being super over like clingy or over like dramatic and doing the things that they're doing. But, you know, they would at least keep them in mind, make sure they were OK. You know, I think this is what people call the friend zone when people get friend zone and it's like, oh, that person's in the friend zone. But you would it would used to be a lot more like meaningful. It felt like it was more meaningful. Right. Because like I've said Nowadays, if someone says no, you just move on. Like, no, when it comes to like, do you want to date me or are you interested in me? Because there's been friends that are friends for a long time and they ask the question of like, I think I'm, you know, falling for you and being attracted to you. Is it any possible way that we can ever be more than friends or at least go on one date? And they might get rejected, right? And that would be the end of the story and nothing ever happens again, right? And you move on and both situations there's nothing wrong with like moving on and i feel like there's also nothing wrong with showing someone that you truly care for them but both of them depending on the kind of perspective that you have can be seen as wrong depending on like i guess not your morality but just how you perceive things to be right or perceive certain situations to be wrong or right because on one instance if you're treating humans as disposable as to like at least what it feels like to me, right? This is how I sort of feel. If like I would 
which I have been single for a long time. I don't really care about like dating and all that stuff. And usually when it comes like I'm not defending one way or another, I'm just simply getting ideas out there of trying to find like the best solutions, which I don't have one. But regardless, there has been where it kind of just feels as if nothing is really sacred or nothing really matters. Like if with this whole hookup culture, which I've been a part of long ago, well, when I was in my early twenties and I'm almost 28, but it's been, I I don't know. It felt more like to me, it felt more like people are not important, right? Like it made me feel that way because it's like, but we're all just having fun and like emotional stability or how someone feels emotionally doesn't like people aren't too attached to things anymore. And whether you think that's wrong or right, it's not really about that. It's more about that's just how it sort of feels because it's like, okay, you hook up, you move on to the next, you hook up, you move on to the next, you know, we're all just having like our pleasurable fun and it's not really about the meaningful connection. It's more about the immediate pleasure that we can get in that moment in time at that time and move on to the next until I guess we find someone that we can enjoy someone's personality that we mesh with or something. But usually like for the majority, it felt like, well, no one's important until I meet that person that I admire, you know, that I love having conversations with, but I'll use these people just to have sex. Like, you know, that, that, that hookup culture is kind of like it's what it seems like and that's not necessarily saying that you treat people bad right like i'm simply saying that it feels like you move on to the next like super fast without any consideration of like well is this right or is this wrong because some people just view it as it's either wrong or it's right but i don't think a lot of people actually try to think about it like why they think it's right or why they think it's wrong like I get that we have certain like urges and needs and we want to be able to sort of kind of be free and express ourselves and how we want and be able to do the things we do. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it simply does cause a lot of confusions whenever you're trying to realize like what path you're trying to take or what is more of a morally right thing for you to do, I guess, because this goes back to being like individuals it's different for each individual. You know, there's people who are going to be virgins until they get married. They're going to wait until marriage. There's other people who are only going to have sexual like interactions with people who they're actually in relationships with. And there's people who are just going to do hookups with random strangers, like one night stands or maybe only with best friends or have a best friends with benefits. And that doesn't mean that you treat any of them bad. It just simply those type of relationships are kind of defined differently some of them you use them just for sex and your pleasure needs some of them you use for emotional support some of them you may use because you want a long-lasting relationship because they provide something to the relationship and you provide something to that relationship as well and you kind of want to spread happiness evenly amongst each other to overall better because you feel compatible with this person and there's many ways to look at every individual situation and the reason I think a lot of people are getting confused with consent is because I don't think a lot of people at least not now whether it's going to happen in the future or not I don't know I mean things are always changing right like whatever the majority wants I think it's applicable to at least take into consideration but I also think that it's normal to have conversations to try to get the best ideas and 
see what's going to work better for people instead of always like i noticed that a lot of people are just yelling and constantly like cussing each other out which makes sense like people are passionate this is an important topic this is something that people are getting hurt over you know like physically and emotionally you know being abused and all that because of the concept of what the word actually means to the individual and it's really hard like you cannot simply say in perfect world scenario you can read everybody's face expression like some people are bad at reading face expression some people don't have really any emotional face expression and they probably get wrong signals and they assume certain things that that's not right and i get that you can also ask for consent in anything you know be like okay is it okay if i touch your hand is it okay if i give you a kiss is it okay if i hug you right now and then you constantly have to keep asking every time because simply because someone allowed you to do that the first time doesn't mean they're going to allow you to do it the second time. And I've said this before in the other episode, but it's kind of like it's this is just specifically talking about friendships. It's a it's a little bit harder whenever you're in a relationship because some people this is where people will still think different. Right. Some people will say, OK, well, you can throw consent out the window and it's sort of like, well, now the other person can feel comfortable around you. And if they're not comfortable with something, I'm pretty sure they're not going to freeze up and they'll say that they don't want this to happen right here and now. But that's not always the case either. Like some people still freeze up when in a long, long term relationship or even marriage. And that's why I say it's not really a, a linear type of idea to say one way works over another i guess if you really want to be protected overall yes asking for consent every single time that you're going to do something whether it seems romantic or it doesn't seem as romantic it's the safest way in terms of like everybody's feelings not being like i guess giving the overall best result of making sure that no one's going to be uncomfortable with any situation right so it's like if you're going to touch somebody at all you know handshake hugs whatever at a meeting doesn't matter what that you ask for consent is it okay if i hug you is it okay if i give you a handshake sort of is it okay if i may kiss your hand you know like because depending on the culture like different cultures have different meanings of how to say hi right and obviously i think in america usually people don't really shake hands unless it's kind of like a business type meeting or some kind of important conversation where people are meeting for business things or job related but other than that, most of the time people don't shake hands. It seems to be like either they hug or they just say hi. But usually people that are hugging are kind of long term friends or whatever. But even when it comes to that, friendships can be a tricky thing. Right. So is this this is what I mean. What maybe you have to ask for consent constantly whenever you're trying to redo something because and it's like a verbal contract. Right. It's not like a like a nodding of the head or something like you literally have to hear someone say yes, depending on, you know, if they're capable of speaking because you know some people can't speak or whatever some people are like deaf and you know we have to take into consideration all these different types of individuals because everyone matters at the end of the day and we kind of have to do what's best for everybody at least the majority it's not going to be possible to fix everything and fix everybody like to have a scenario where everybody's happy but we can at least try to be better humans right to see at least what works but it's still complicated it's not easy so I guess another um guess another thing that's super hard is when you involve alcohol in the mix, right? Like a lot of people drink, especially during their college days or when they're going to parties. And some people would say, you know, just because you're drunk, it doesn't excuse you from doing something. But 
the whole point of being drunk is like to you don't kind of necessarily don't remember a lot of things or you're trying to like let loose and whatever like i think a lot of times a lot of things happen whenever everyone's consuming alcohol in environments where it's like everyone's going crazy right like people are probably you know smoking pot while drinking smoking weed or maybe some other type of stuff too like who knows depending on the kind of party you're at right not everyone does this right but usually if you're at a party you're you know getting superly drunk and whatever and everyone's body reacts different whenever they're drunk not everyone has the same reaction but we do know for a fact that when you're consuming alcohol that your mentality and your mind works differently than it would if you weren't to consume it so a lot of the times a lot of stuff happens whenever people are drunk and some people would say it doesn't excuse the fact that something happened because someone is drunk. But like me personally, I've never drank in my life and I've never been to parties to where people are overly drinking. Like I would, I guess you could say I'm just a born person, which is fine. But that's for me personally, I feel like that's a room for disaster. If when you're putting yourself in a room or in a situation with a variety of different personalities and you don't know how any of them are going to act whenever you consume alcohol and it's like what if everybody in the entire house or in the in the entire party is drunk like literally none of them can give consent and so much can happen while everybody is drunk right like like you are in, in no state of or shape of mind to be able to give logical consents when you're consuming something that's altering the way that you see things and this is to everybody, even if they're now, if there's one person who isn't drunk and then the other person is drunk, obviously one person knows 100 percent what they're doing while the other person doesn't. But it doesn't excuse the drunk person to do what they did. You know, it's just like drunk driving. Right. It's like no one's going to say, oh, this person was drunk. We're not going to send them to jail because they were obviously drunk. That's not how it works. But the reason a lot of accidents happen is because they're obviously not in the right set of mind whenever they're driving drunk like you there's obviously a reason why these crashes happen is because they're not at a hundred percent and, but that still doesn't excuse their actions, but it also, you have to take into consideration that it is a very dangerous thing to be around certain situations like that. And I don't know the solution. I'm not saying that, Oh, don't drink or whatever. You know, that's not what I'm saying, but it does become a little bit scary and a little bit harder whenever you're put in those situations if you're the type of person who likes to drink around a lot of people, you know, like partying around a lot of people. Now, if, obviously, if you know how they act when they're drunk, then you have nothing really to worry about if you know how the type of person they are when they're drunk. Because like I said, everybody reacts different to consuming alcohol and stuff like that. I've never drank and I've never been to parties like that. I think from my perspective, when it comes to consent, like for me personally, I have never... I think I've always been more of the, I don't know, I guess you could say emo, but more like a, a keep to myself type person, no matter, like even since I was in middle school and everything that's ever been done to me, like I've never like hugged a girl first. I've never kissed a girl first. Like I never made the moves to a girl first. Like other relationships that I've been with, they made the moves to me. They started the actions to me and I it's not because I thought of consent. Like I never used to think about consent back then. Right. Like in the moments I was just in love and admiring the beauty of the person who admired me. But in my mind, the way it already works or worked before it was kind of like, well, I don't want to kiss them because I am personally a person who take things slow. 
like there's if you listen to one of my episodes of the girl that I had a crush on and I ended up moving schools maybe I'll link it down below I don't know but it took me literally a year to ask her out but she moved on to the next because I took a year to ask her out right like who waits a year to ask somebody out but apparently you know that's not normal and this was when I was in high school like I wanted to get to know this person because I always saw relationships as something that's super important and like something that should be cherished and be treated with respect like that's just who I've, I've always been growing up like my grandparents were like my grandma already passed away but they were married 40 50 plus years my parents have been married 20 30 plus years it's like all around me I have seen the way marriages work that in my family at least you know it's something that's to be cherished and be respected and you know like you're gonna have hard times but you make the choices to try to make things work whenever you choose to be committed to somebody and not just like move on to the next simply because things didn't work out and you don't want to put effort into it because it's just too stressful or too hard like I was never like raced around that but I do see now that a lot of people do get divorced a lot of people just tend to move on because they don't want to work on certain situations or they don't want to communicate when it comes to relationships and which is perfectly fine. Like whatever makes you happy at the end of the day, it's fine. But this is the outcome of what I've become because of it. So like I've never made the first moves when it comes to anything. And another reason could be because I just really didn't care. Right. Like before I was in relationships or in, interested in somebody, when a girl had a crushes on me or a crush on me, which wasn't that many. But when they did, I would I wouldn't like look at him or anything because I simply didn't care. Right. If I wasn't interested in somebody. I would pay no attention to it. And I guess that could consider as being respectful, but it really wasn't. It was just me not paying any attention to the person that admired me at the time. And whenever this person individual came up to me and said, you know, I have a crush on you and I like you. And I was like, okay, sorry, I don't feel the same, you know, like respectfully. But when it came to like my actual girlfriends before I became intimate in any way, shape or form, there was the ones that initiated the kiss simply because I wanted to take my time to make sure that, well, first of all, I wanted to do it in a romantic way. Like this is all I've ever been like, who thinks about doing a kiss in a romantic way? I guess I was just cringy and I've always have been. And the same thing, whenever like I lost my virginity, I wanted to do it in a romantic way. And even with my next relationships, I still wanted to do it in a romantic way. It wasn't something that's like, okay, I'm sexually frustrated, whatever. I want to hurry up and do it. Like that's not how my mind's always been. I've always thought of like, I want to do things romantically and show my affection for this, for how much this person means to me. So I'm going to try to think of something to do in order to show them that. But a lot of the times they didn't work that way because they would take the, the initiative and start what they wanted because they thought something was wrong with them because I was kind of taking too long or taking my time, whatever, being respectful. Like some people don't like that, right? Like, and it's understandable. So this is when consent is really complicated because I was waiting, right? But they were like thinking that something was wrong with them simply because I was waiting. And when they asked me, they thought that I wasn't interested in them in that way, but it wasn't that. It was just, I take things slower than most people, I guess. And to them, it was like, oh, well, no, you don't have to do that with me and blah, blah, blah. So like, it's, it's just complicated everyone sees it in so many different angles that it's not like reasonable to say and be like okay well let me make sure that this is okay 
but I'm just expressing my situations and this is just a person that I've been right this is not how everybody is and I'm not saying that everybody should be this way obviously not I mean I'm a boring person and I don't really know anything but I try to keep an open perspective to try to see different angles of how people see certain situations because I'm not trying to be biased towards one way or another but I do see there is a lot of hurt and confliction between people's emotions and people that get treated bad physically and abused emotionally because that's also a dangerous path to push someone to where they feel emotionally unstable and may commit suicide or ruin their reputation depending on what's going on in a certain situation. So I, I don't know. There's I can't express enough how not easy it is. And I know some people would disagree and say, no, it's an easy concept. Just simply say, can I touch you? Can I touch your hair? Can, you know, and specifically for friends, but just with friends, that's one conversation, right? When it comes to relationship, that's a whole nother conversation because it dramatically changes, right? Some people would say, well, consent is still something that you have to do even when in a relationship. Some people would disagree. Some people will agree. So there's still two conversations to be had, you know, defining the definition of consent and how the majority of people would want to sort of define that definition or how they would want to like what works for best for the majority. And after you figure out like when you're friends with someone, how that works, you have to move into the relationship aspect. Is it, you know, the same concept as to when you're married or in a relationship, like do these things apply in that circle? And those are still conversations that people need to have, especially if we want to try to better ourselves and get a better understanding. And I notice that a lot of people are yelling at one another, like I said, and you're never going to get your point across. Like, I get that people are passionate about what they believe and they're passionate about things that are going on because people are getting hurt, right? Like people are getting emotionally abused and physically abused by things that are going on. And it makes sense to sort of be passionate and angry about the topics that you want to talk about but sometimes like whenever you're trying to get your point across to someone else that disagrees with you like at least to get a better understanding of both sides if you're yelling at someone who disagrees with you it's not going to make them want to see your argument even more simply because you know you're like yelling at them they're not going to be able to think logically because all they have on their mind is how emotionally like loud you are or whatever and it's complicated because even if you're yelling, it doesn't change the fact that you may be right because you have proof to back up like your claims that this is probably a better scenario or a better way to do things. But as humans, you know how we work on emotions a lot of the times, most of us, that things do affect how we see things emotionally by if someone yells at us versus if someone tells us calmly or at least tries to make us understand. Because I don't think any most people aren't willing to not understand it's just you have to show them how to understand certain views, right? And I guess to me, at the end of the day, it doesn't, like, it matters. Like, I hope people find what works best for them. And I hope overall everyone gets what they think is better overall. But, like, I think in this conversation and this, like, type of situation, to me, it doesn't, like, affect me simply because I don't interact with people I don't really care to interact with people. I don't really care to ever like be in a relationship or ever be married or ever hook up at whatever. Like, it, so it's not like this applies to me in any 
since. So it's kind of like I just sit back and watch and hopefully people figure out what's best. But it's still sort of what's the word like even not being active about or having a conversation about your ideologies can be sort of hurting because if you don't spread a message to certain things that you believe, which I still don't know which is the right path, right? I still have to do more research research and see overall what people really want. But like, I, like, I don't know, it's, it's hard, right? I don't want to like speak out of line because I don't want to speak for people, but I also don't want to like even staying silent you're kind of not the f- sticking up for the people who have been hurt right and it can go like the choices that you make or don't make still have an impact on society and the world whether it's good or whether it's bad but it's never neutral right like even if you don't make a choice even if you choose to not speak up even if you choose to not take action it still has an impact on society negative positive whatever you, whatever it's just still has one and i think a lot of us are just trying to do right by what we think is right but it's not it's not an easy thing like humans are complex and we can sort of see different ways but sometimes something we learn something new and it's like our whole perspective kind of shifts to a different ideology and sometimes we take times to develop our brain or mindset whatever like i'm not a smart individual and i've never have been but i I try my best to keep an open mind to try to see different perspectives and get an understanding of like why people see this way or why people see that way. And is this applicable in every situation or at least in most situations? So people don't get hurt because I genuinely don't want to see people feel emotionally hurt or be physically hurt. You know, like it's, it's a shitty thing to go through, right? Like you don't want to live your whole life feeling broken or like you're being used and that's kind of shitty right it's like it's it's sad but i I don't know the rap the right path i i hope people figure this out and i'll definitely keep having conversations to get a better understanding because you're gonna hear different things from different people and like i said on one spectrum you have it to where there's something romantic for some people about just showing up at someone's house like that you've known for a while right like a friend giving them flowers and then giving them a hug and kissing their hand or you know kissing them on like top of the head not the forehead but on top of the head without their consent like there's something romantic about that to some people but then again there's something romantic about asking can i give you flowers can i touch your hand can i kiss or pat you on top of the head right like in most of these romantic movies you don't see anyone ask for consent and movies are a bad example to use but movies are sort of an extent to the reality that we live in or how people perceive certain realities that we live in you know they overhype the romance and all this but it's kind of an image of the reality that we're in but hyped and up if they were to change the way things work and implement it into our world like as in now we have to ask for consent more you'll probably see a lot of movies that have like is it okay if i do this is it like even if it's the main protagonist you know that are romantically trying to get involved by the end of the movie or the story it's like now they have to ask each other each other for permission because it doesn't just go one way right like i wonder if 
like you obvious you obviously know the person who's asking the person can i kiss you you know that person wants to kiss you but they you still have i wonder if you still have to ask them for consent as well right because if like if i say can i kiss you and the person that i asked that to says yes and i kiss them but they never asked me for consent is that still kind of a a bad thing right you know like i don't know like it's because you can easily say well i mean you're obviously asking me so you obviously must consent to it because you're the one asking if you can kiss me so you must want it too which but some people will probably make the argument you know how people are saying that well both parties have to ask just so it can be neutral and so it can be fair to all parties but i i, I don't know right like like i said in movies it's probably going to be like oh here's a note you know sign it <laughs> whatever people are making memes like that I, I don't know it's not that it's funny but it's kind of like it might be the reality one day because sometimes can you take somebody's word for word and then like maybe they interpret different situations differently at the time because they didn't feel emotionally stable to answer properly so if you have like a signature which is why a lot of contracts go by signature right they don't go by verbal agreement they go by um by signature to have it in writing to make sure 100% that it was confirmed you know to make sure no one misunderstood anything so it might be like that one day to where you sign this to make sure that you know it was okay for a kiss or it was okay for a hug or it was okay. like i don't know but those seem like really extreme scenarios but i mean even like the asking for a hug can be an extreme scenario to a lot of people i mean it's definitely something that's foreign to how we used to do things right doesn't mean that it's a bad or a good thing but it's simply just different so we'll see what happens and i hope that things work out better for the majority of people, whatever they want to do, whatever they find is kind of acceptable to do. I, I don't know. It's, it's not easy. It's hard, but yeah. And regardless, some people are probably going to misunderstand and probably say that I'm a bad person for even having the ideology or thinking outside like, Oh no, you should just ask consent. Like, why are you thinking any other like differently? And same thing's going to be from the other perspective. So I guess I'll probably get hate from both perspectives and it's totally fine i guess i'm putting myself out there and if people want to sort of be i guess toxic without actually having conversation that's totally fine i'm willing to accept the consequences of the actions that i'm taking right now i guess but at the end of the day it's not like i'm the one actually doing anything right like i'm not sexually or emotionally involved with anybody and i haven't been for a very long time and nor do i think i ever will be it's not because of all this situation it's just I think I'm just more of a loner type person that just likes being to myself and yeah. But anyways, that's my thoughts overall, there's, there's a lot to be said. And the reason that I made two episodes is because it cannot be said in not even a day. Like this conversation has to carry on and a lot can be said. This conversation goes way beyond what is being said here. I mean, as you can tell, but we'll see what happens and, I hope everyone can, you know, find what makes them feel safe. It's hard, but yeah. Anyways, everyone stay lovely, stay safe and talk to you next time.